Infinity Wars, Last Jedi, 90th Anniversary of Mickey Mouse, 2018 San Diego Comic-Con, Toys R Us Closing, coming next on the Pop Loot Podcast. Back to the Pop Loot Podcast. I'm your host, Mike, and today we're going to do something a little bit different. I'm actually branching out and forming my own podcast, so it's just going to be me, me, and nothing but me. Just like JT and NSYNC, just like MJ and the Jackson 5, just like Gwen Stefani, No Doubt, Fergie, and the Black Eyed Peas. I went ahead and fired the other three guys. From now on, it's just going to be nothing but me doing your favorite Pop Loot Podcast. Totally kidding. What's really going on is that I am actually on a work trip to Virginia Beach. And the guys uh, talking about it, we're going to take a break. But I didn't want to do two weeks and not have a podcast going. So I went ahead and I'm just going to try something out and see how much of me I can actually fill in your ear holes for about 30 minutes. I hope I can make it. So yeah, A.V., Derek, and Andrew are going to be back in Jacksonville. So while they're hanging out in the steady 70-degree temperature, I'm stuck here in my hotel room at a constant 40 degrees. It hasn't been too bad so far. It's all been work. For those of you that don't know, I kind of grew up in Maryland, so Virginia Beach isn't that far away. We've kind of come up here from every now and again when I was younger. Um, I have an ex-girlfriend in Richmond that I was dating in my early adult life so I came up here fairly frequently so this isn't like new new just me coming up here for work is and even still it's not like new new either I I had to go back a couple years ago but with my position that I have now I'm probably going to be coming up here once every six months or so so there hasn't really been too much going on so let's go ahead and dive back into it and see what my pop pickups are for my pop pickups they weren't really that crazy for I don't know if you guys remember but back in January I had my birthday and some family members went and purchased pops off of Amazon for my Amazon wish list they didn't come in on time and I haven't seen them since like last weekend so they finally gave me the pops that they bought me for my birthday the they're all original the original Wolverine and Batman I had the 1940s Robin and the 1940s Batman which I may already have and I just didn't take it off of my my list off of Amazon but it's not a big deal as far as my other ones as you guys may or may not know I'm, I'm kind of a big board game player and pops aren't my first love anymore but they're, they're definitely still a hobby so what I normally like to do on my little trips when I go out from work is I like to go to the local board game source and try to and I normally try to do it as a hobby like I collect play mats if they have their logo on the playmat, I normally like to pick it up. Going to one specific store, Atlantic Games and Comics, they have two locations 
over here, one in Norfolk and one in Portsmouth. Um, the one particular was in Portsmouth. They actually had a decent sized amount of pop collection figures. I mean, they're pretty much your standard retail price, 11 to $12 at a comic book shop, right? But what struck me as kind of curious, and I actually bought this because I really hate blind boxes. I normally don't go for them, but I am a sucker for big deals. So they actually did this thing where they packaged a bunch of the pops. I'm assuming it's pops that they no longer are like have an overage for. So they pop, they put them in like the normal carrying case boxes in a package of six, and they repurposed them in themes. Uh, I remember ones like games, movies, television. Um, horror was another one. Horror isn't scary. Not me pronouncing something in, inappropriate. I actually bit the bullet and I bought one. I haven't even opened it yet. This is going to be my first time opening it to seeing what I'm going to be collecting. I actually bought one and it was for 25 bucks for a pack of six. So that's actually a pretty decent deal. Yeah, if you do the math, it's like less than $4 and a quarter. Even though I don't know what I'm getting, which I normally loathe. whole reason why I don't buy blind boxes is because I, I want to know what I'm paying for. But, um, so let's take a look and see what I got. Or... I guess you guys aren't going to be looking at it. I'm going to be kind of telling you what I got, which is kind of exciting to me since I've got this for like three or four days and I was purposely holding on to it. Let me see here. Oh, I actually got the, the movie box. So this is going to be cool. Um, I got Jack Sparrow from the Disney line, which I've never collected anything Jack Sparrow, so that's kind of exciting. Uh, Belle. Looks like Beauty and the Beast Belle, another Disney pop. Which, again, I don't collect. Then I have John Wick, Chapter 2. So this is the second edition of John Wick. And he has some kind of gun with a silencer. And I think this is a one-for-one, one, which is actually pretty cool. I don't think we've ever covered him in the uh, in our podcast. Saruman from Lord of the Rings. Another one I have never collected. Heimdall, which I'm excited for. Thor Ragnarok. I haven't even started that collection, which I really need to. And Buddy Elf. So a lot of these are probably like six, eight bucks worth, but it's still kind of a deal considering that they were trying to offload it and I was curious. So, all right, that's my pop pickups for the week. And let's get on to the pop news. And the big one for this week is actually is actually the um, Toys R Us. Now, as you know from before, we were actually talking about it back in January, how uh, Toys R Us is actually closing 20% of their stores. And currently in Jacksonville, both stores were gonna remain untouched. But starting tomorrow in Arlington, Virginia, Toys R Us is actually going to court to see if they can file for bankruptcy completely and actually liquidate all their stores in the United States. I don't know what other countries they might have it. Maybe it could just be in Canada or, or some select countries, but for the most part, they're going to see if that's a viable option, which is kind of scary for a pop collector's point of view because you actually have so many exclusives coming from them. So if you're really scared about forgetting to get that Terra Pop from Teen Titans Go or some of their other, um, Blackfire is another example. You might want to go and buy as many as you can because they're probably going to go up quick. 
since this is probably going to be the last round of Funko Pops that Toys R Us is going to be funding for themselves. But I mean, there's other implications too, as far as like the store closing, not to mention that there's going to be so many people losing their jobs. And I actually do spend quite a bit of time at the Toys R Us, not necessarily for myself, but I do have a lot of nieces and nephews, birthdays coming up. Yeah, I normally like to purchase from them and not through like Amazon, just because I know when I'm going to get it and I don't have to worry about uh, mail times, even though Amazon is fairly quick. But there's also the implications of like the local toy makers and uh, manufacturers, the smaller companies. The only other company that kind of rivals them as far as uh, output and and sales of toys is probably like Walmart and Target which they carry their own brand of um, pop exclusives as well but what scares me is as far as the small toy owners are concerned is that um, Toys R Us has a lot more room because they specialize specifically in toys where Walmart and Target they kind of go towards like mass like what's what's popular and what they can get out there so the smaller companies don't have a lot of shelf space for items where Toys R Us kind of puts more of those products out so you are going to be seeing more specialty toys more more different brands of Legos I remember Legos specifically my nephew was actually looking for the Legos Duplo brand line and I couldn't find any in Target or Walmart but Toys R Us being the specialty toy store that they are actually had a, a decent variety of Duplos. I mean, you could probably find all that online as well, but it's just something about stores closing and, and us moving towards a more digital age that not necessarily worries me, but it's just loss of culture, being able to go out and feeling things retail. So what do you guys think? Do you guys think that it's all right for us to lose Toys R Us as another brand i mean we already lost movie stop quite a long time ago like two years ago where do you guys fall is it all right if we lose them is it kind of sad do you know anybody that works there share and, and tell us your thoughts at or you can send me an email at poploot at gmail.com so moving on past the toys r us we have a couple announcements it's been a real quiet two weeks as far as since our last recording to now with all the pops that have come out there has been a couple little leaks or source searches as far as for San Diego Comic-Con. Now San Diego Comic-Con is going to be July 19th and 22nd this year and we're already receiving quite a few um, leaks as far as what pops are going to be available. So the big one is Skeeter Valentine from Doug, well, at least it's for me. It's going to be shared by uh, FYE and it's not going to be the Nickelodeon Skeeter if you remember his shirt actually had like a lightning bolt similar to like the flash It's gonna have a circle which indicates that it's gonna be uh, ABC exclusive or the ABC rendition now Doug the Nickelodeon version came out from 1991 to 1994 and in 2000 er, in 1996 in 1996 to about 1998 um, Disney acquired Doug and retooled it and repurposed it for their ABC Saturday morning lineup. And then there was actually a Doug's first movie back in 1999. So I kind of lean towards more of the Nickelodeon series because that was kind of, this is where, that was my wheelhouse. Like that show started when I was in sixth grade and 
he was supposed to be a sixth grader as well, so I kind of identified with him. And the social predicaments of a sixth grader growing up in the, the 90s. So, I mean, some of the like topics that he addressed were like platonic versus romantic relationships via patty mayonnaise and trying to man- navigate through that. Then the self-esteem and bullying and, and all the rumors going on. Um, trying to fit in in a world where you just want to be normal and nothing else seemed to be normal. I'm really looking forward to both Skeeter, even though he's the ABC one and not the Nickelodeon one, and the other pops that are going to be coming out. But what does that leave us as far as pops are concerned and the Doug franchise? Obviously, there's going to be Roger, his um, bully slash nemesis. And then we already have Porkchop. We have Doug. And nobody else really, like, like comes to mind Alan Moose Leach, which is their the the twins were another one um the only tier two cast members that probably would have any kind of relevance is Mr. Dink which was the retiree like Mr. Wilson rendition for Doug the next door neighbor that was kind of dim-witted and tried to offer advice but really didn't make sense from time to time and then his sister Judy and his sister Judy, which would only serve as like another antagonist to the show, you know, how the the relationship between older sister or older sibling versus the the younger sibling, and how that came into play. So that's it as far as like Skeeter. But for San Diego Comic Con pops, they're starting to show up in the inventories of some of the major retailers, and a lot of them are kind of spoken in code so you don't really know what pops are there it seems to be uh thanks to the funko finders at least nine san diego exclusive pops and none of them really have anything like pertinent to say there's going to be like a jet boot snowball cowboy one and two and a todd which those all could be code names and they're not really going to be anything of pertinence maybe but the one that sticks out is uh, San Diego Pop number five, which is going to be a George Foreman. Now, George Foreman is kind of funny because I believe anybody before that was born after 2000 would only remember George Foreman as the grill guy. So you could easily see a George Foreman or like a mainstream George Foreman with a, a George Foreman grill. Or you could actually see George Foreman as the boxer, and a lot of us remember him as in his boxing days as a heavyweight champ or fighter. That's going to be interesting to see what happens co- between now and July. Next coming up is the 90, 90th anniversary of Mickey Mouse, and he's going to be coming in various pop, pop forms. So obviously you're going to have the first rendition of Mickey Mouse as Steamboat Willie. There's also rumors for Firefighter Mickey, Brave Little Taylor Mickey, where he fought the giant, uh, Band Leader Mickey, and the Sorcerer's Apprentice from Fantasia. And you can easily see the Sorcerer's Apprentice being a variant of some sort, either being an exclusive or being a flock or, or whatever, black and white versus the colored renditions, because the original uh, Sorcerer's Apprentice was actually in black and white. This is going to be kind of interesting for us Disney fans. The next one is going to be the second wave of The Last Jedi Pops that are going to be coming out. And there's going to be a couple coming out. Uh, 
Now with licensing approval pending, you may have a Star Wars movie moments pop line that's going to have the Imperial Royal Guards. So there's going to be two of them. One is going to be one with Rey with her blue lightsaber fighting an Imperial Guard with whatever that rendition of a staff is. And you're going to have Kylo Ren with his red saber fighting an Imperial Guard with a red sword. So, if anything, that would make perfect bookshelves because they're going to be facing opposite. If you remember in the story or in the movie, when they fought, they kind of fought back to back. So, if you bought both of these individually and put them back to back, that's what the replication is going to look like. Also, in the wave two, you're going to have another porg, and then. Kyle Thranali, which is going to be Poe's Dameron's uh, wingman. The next one you'll see will actually be one of the caretakers from Acto, the, the planet where Rey and Luke were doing their most of their, their scenes on. You're also going to have Rose's sister Paige as one of the new lineups. Uh, Vulpex and another Luke Skywalker, Old Man Luke with his classic blue lightsaber and for those of us that are actually excited for the Avengers Infinity War there were you can actually pre-order now uh, pops from that line you have Iron Man kind of on his own little pedestal which makes him look like he's flying with his um, like proton blasting hand out pointing towards you you have uh, post Ragnarok Thor with his axe instead of Mjolnir. You have a new version of Spider-Man with his new um, upgraded, if you saw Captain America Civil War, he had, towards the end of that movie, they showed a rendition of the spider outfit that he was going to be wearing, and now he's going to be making his appearance in that. Um, Pedophile Captain America, which, if you slept in cryogen, I assume that your hair would slow down and stop as well with your fingernails but apparently you can grow a beard in cryogen so who knows huh? there's going to be a Thanos with all five infinity gems in hand with the infinity gauntlet on and he's not going to be wearing his helm so that's going to be cool I think this is the first pop where he's actually smiling then you have another rendition of Black Widow Another rendition of the Hulkbuster in six-inch size. And what's actually going to be cool, and you probably may want to look into, is the is the other villains that are going to be coming out, which are going to be the Black Order. And there's a couple renditions of the Black Order, but it looks like it's going to be the first rendition where it's going to have, um, and these are confirmed, it's going to be Corvus Glaive, Ebony Maw, and Proxima Knight, which Corvus Glaive and Proxima Midnight are going are actually uh, married and who knows if they're going to be married in the movies but it's going to be interesting to see and if we're talking about the first rendition of the Black Order a couple of people are missing uh, Black Dwarf and Supergiant those two have not been listed so far and the final one that's been confirmed is going to be a teenage Groot with some sort of a space gun and if you remember in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, we see at the end there a teenage version of Groot. Which, interesting enough, there is actually a theory on Groot uh, floating around on the internet. How 
spoiler alert, it, Groot dies in the first Guardians of the Galaxy. And there was speculation that that wasn't the same Groot, that that first Groot actually died. And then James Gunn actually posted in the tweet to kind of confirm that theory that he was actually the son of the original Groot. So this Groot growing up and that we're seeing right now is actually uh, the son of the original Groot from Guardians of the Galaxies 1. So that was kind of interesting to note. And that's it for the pop lineups that we're going to be anticipating for. Now this next segment I want to introduce to you is something that I've been thinking about for a while, but seeing that it's just me by myself, I thought I'd give it a shot. And for the purpose of this first time, I'm going to call it the pop plea. Now, for this segment, I want to talk about pops that I believe Funko should be making, or that I kind of wish that they were making, but for some reason or another, we haven't seen. And for some reason... This whole storyline, the Full Metal Alchemist, is something that I just can't for the life of me fathom why Funko hasn't picked up the licensing for yet. Now, if you don't know anything about Full Metal Alchemist, it's authored by Himaru Arikawa. She also did another one shortly after in 2012 called The Silver, or called the Silver Spoon. Now, Full Metal Alchemist actually came in two different renditions. Um, one, they kind of made as the manga came out at the same time but because the storyline for the manga was taking a whole lot longer than the actual storyline for the the anime it branched off into two different versions the first one was from 2003 to 2004 which was just called full metal alchemist and the one that closely follows the manga is called full metal alchemist brotherhood which was a five-part series that started in 2009. So the premise of Full Metal Alchemist, whichever rendition that you come from, is set in the ni early 1900s in an alternate timeline where alchemy is actually a legitimate science. And story sets on Alphonse and Edward Elric, where at the start, at the beginning of the, the show, that their mom actually passes away and they tried to use alchemy to bring her back so in the process Alphonse actually ends up losing his body and his soul gets fused into a suit of armor while Edward actually loses his right arm and his left leg in the, due to equivalent exchange which is the story's principle of uh, for you to give to get something you have to give something paraphrasing it of course so they go on this whole story kick and it's actually what I believe to be one of the essentials for anime. I put it up there top five, number one being Initial D, num number two being Dragon Ball, and Naruto being somewhere in the top ten. But they also actually did one for Netflix, um, which looks like it's kind of a hybrid of between the two of Full Metal Alchemist and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, but it seems to, at least in my personal opinion, lean towards the original Full Metal Alchemist, the anime that branched off from the manga. So the only thing that I don't understand as far as licensing is concerned is that Funimation and Viz kind of own the American market for anime adaptations into the United States, and it seems that they've done well already with... Um, Dragon Ball Z and Naruto. There's been some One Piece animes. 
uh, Black Butler. And with Netflix acquiring the rights to make a, or to purchase the live action, making it an original, and they also have Stranger Things as an original, and they have Pops. I don't know why this isn't already a thing. The only thing that I can possibly see is that Shonen Jump did Dragon Ball Z and Naruto and well as One Piece where Full Metal Alchemist was actually part of Shonen Gangan which interesting the word Shonen actually means uh, it's a loose translation for boys comics or youth comics and if there's manga that actually is tailored more for females it would be called Shoujo I mean you're obviously going to see your main antagonists you're going to see the Elric brothers, um, Alphonse and Edward, you're going to see probably Roy Mustang. You're probably going to see Winry Rockbell. But for those of you that don't know me, I like to see the more off the beaten path characters. So I would like to see Alex Louise Armstrong, which is hilarious and probably my favorite character in the show. And then maybe Rose or Penina, where Rose and Penina are, are kind of maybe one or two episodes not really integral to the storyline but very captivating and interesting characters for for at least my perspective oh and barry the butcher which he kind of plays two different roles in full metal alchemist and brotherhood but i would like to see his uh transmuted rendition of barry the butcher and that's it for my pop plea so if you guys like the pop plea segment let me know email me at poploot at gmail.com or even on twitter at the poploot and if you'd like to see any franchises that you would like to see featured on our pop plea just email us or send us something on twitter at the poploot so now for my pop wish list which i haven't really given much thought about but i know that i need to start collecting some of these movie i seem to be leaning towards more of the movie line and the TV line than the comics and Disney lines. So definitely I want to get the Thor Ragnarok and complete that set. I just picked up Heimdall, which the original Heimdall from the the Marvel line, I had the hardest time finding because I, I tried to pick him up so late. But I really need to start that and the um, Batman versus Superman I think now's the time since they're probably going to be dropping in price here soon and I'm, I'm kind of on a budget. But I guess that's going to close out the show. Um, you can find us on iTunes and Google Play at PopLoot. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at PopLoot. Twitter at the PopLoot. Email PopLoot at gmail.com and our website thepoploot.wordpress.com. So until next time guys, see you later. Mm-hmm.